Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. We're back, guys, with an episode of Extra Lippy. This is our shorter-form podcast that's all about you guys. We take your dilemmas, whatever they are that you've sent in, and hopefully help you with them. And I think we've been doing pretty good so far, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> you. Robbie's not as confident as me. <laughs> I'm enjoying it anyway. I am too. And if you are new to Loose Lips and Extra Lippy or you've just stumbled across us, I'm Robin Richford and of course we also have Sophie Brown. And this is exactly as Sophie said, we are going to be answering all your dilemmas. So if you do have any, please do send them in to us. It's looselips at createproductions.com and also via the Instagram, which is the Loose Lips podcast. I think we should jump into this one. I've had this one through on my Instagram, so, um, and I think I think it's right up your street. So when I saw it, I thought, oh, actually, I think Sophie's going to have some some good little oh. nuggets for that, you know? Okay, no pressure. Are you ready? <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no, sorry. I really, I really hyped that up, didn't I? Like Sophie's going to solve all the problems. <laughs> so it is from Ali, and she says, "Hey guys, I'm not sure how to ask for more money at work." I feel like my time and energy is being wasted sometimes, but feel guilty to ask for more and worry that the finances just aren't there. I also don't know how much my co-workers earn. Should I ask? And how do I gear myself up to ask for a raise? Oh, yeah. these I love these type of questions. I talk about them in my work. So hard, you know, money's such like a touchy subject, especially like how much you earn compared to co-workers and things. Because I feel like it's always been a thing, like, never discuss that. Never talk about how much Yeah, why is that? I think that's been something that's been put in place by bosses, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've I've known people that have been fired over it and that they've, you know, all they've been (sighs) reprimanded because they've spoken about their salary. And I I actually am unsure what, like, the legalities are around that. But I'm pretty sure that that's not... I, I don't think it's not okay. that they can do that. No, surely not. And also as well, there there is this weird thing, isn't there, where, you know, you don't necessarily want to discuss salary because you don't want it to add, like, animosity, right, when you're trying to create a nice working environment. But also as well, it's like, well, if everyone's been paid fairly, then that shouldn't actually be an issue. Exactly. That's the thing. You should be allowed to talk about it openly. That's why a lot of businesses now do banding rather than, you know, different mm. tiers. I mean, I've I've been in a lot of commercial job sales roles and goodness gracious, I mean, it's basically whatever you negotiate, to be honest. You could be on something completely different than your colleague. But I guess we don't have loads of details, but it is always more difficult getting a raise internally. I think especially at the moment, if you move externally, you're going to get 
pretty big pay jump, to be honest. If you push for that, you've got an opportunity there to get a lot more money. But obviously, if you if you like where you are, you don't you know you don't want to leave, and you don't want to have to leave as well over, over money if you enjoy being there. Yeah, and also as well, it's frustrating, right? Because what one person puts into a job can be very different to what another person puts into a job, and in terms of the role and you know the output from that, and so that's where it gets frustrating because you know like bosses or who employers kind of look at those people are coming in nine to five this is the amount of hours you're doing when really it should be output dependent mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that person is so whether you're in sales you know that person has got you know x amount of sales or whether you're in production it's like well that person has produced x amount of um media output you know it should be yeah. based on your actual output like as in in terms of negotiation rather than well this person was in nine to five for five years and they got you know five grand less than you and you're like okay but like what were they doing with those hours uh, and like where did that kind of put you because there's nothing worse than sitting in an office like you've said here and just feeling a little bit like your energy has been a little wasted do you know what I mean and then and also feel as well as if the money doesn't match the effort. What's what's the name of the person again? Ali. <laughs> Did you write it down? I've got like a notepad for these ones. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. She's taking notes. I don't... Well, Ali, you're you're sorted. <laughs> um, yeah, no, send me a DM, Ali. Actually, yeah, hit me off on LinkedIn. I can help you with this. But um, no, the easiest way to do it, I guess, would be like your next one to one is to actually write that into an agenda. Like usually they just get put in your diary, and you're like, oh, okay, right, and, you know, next month I've got my one to one. You can push back, well, not even push back, but you can send an email and say, I'd love to talk about these points, like, you know, this specific piece of work I've done. I'd love to talk about, you know, um, my salary review. Like you can you can put things in there. And I'd always suggest putting it in there before you actually speak to, you know, whoever it is you're going to speak to, because then it puts it on their radar. And they might even have a discussion behind the scenes. Sometimes you have to push them a bit. And then if they do value you as an employee, best case scenario they come back and say yeah you've been doing some really fantastic work you know you've worked with us x amount of time and we'd like to give you you know a salary increase or you have that chat with them and they're like no we've got no more budget and then in that case it's a real decision whether it is the best option for you because ultimately I always think thing with money is especially if you're on a set salary and you're not earning commission or anything that's it that's that's you Mm -hmm. however long and if you're stuck on that salary for a couple of years what, what about, you know, the lifestyle you want to lead and like any holidays you want to go on and just feeling comfortable with the amount that you earn? You don't want to be like on the breadlines because, you know, you're unable to get a pay rise in the company that you're in. Yeah. And that's such a good idea, actually. I'd never thought of bringing it up before because I guess then they're not blindsided because also as well, you're talking to a human, right? And they have an ego and they have, you know, they have whatever they think is acceptable. Like I remember going into a job, my one and only. <laughs> three months of employment no I'm joking but it was it was my only time that I'd kind of gone into what I would consider um, a more conventional role right where it was like a salary and this is what you got and like you say at the beginning I was like that's great and then I was like very quickly realized that was nothing to live off of in London and was like this is not actually possible and then it came to the end of my um probation and you know like the three months and they did the review like you said and I had said you know in passing well you know it's not well they kind of knew actually because I think I was doing extra work at the weekends and like you shouldn't have to do that if you have a full-time job Hmm. like and it's a job that requires you know a level of skill you shouldn't have to have you know a secondary source of income at the weekend which I did at the time 
And I remember asking and saying, well, I think that, you know, this is the market norm. You know, I actually did a little bit of research and was like, this is, you know, the market norm. And here are like a few examples of similar companies, you know, because it was a startup and things like that. Um, and I remember them saying to me, yeah, well, we don't want to give you, I think I asked for 30. I can't remember what it was, but they wanted to give me three grand less because they wanted me to have somewhere to go. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like, do you know what I mean, though? They were like, we want to give you, no. you we, want, we want to give you room for growth. And I remember whoever it was that was kind of like looking after it was also like, also, I was working for four years before I got to that amount. And I'm like, it's not about you. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where you've got to realize you're talking to humans that have past experiences, that have egos, that have, you know, so many of their own stuff. And OK, maybe they weren't brave enough to ask for, you know, a salary increase. And that sucks. Yeah. But you are. And you have to take it from like also where, you know, the market is, the world is at that time. Yeah. But I do think it's really interesting this kind of. I don't know this perception that like, oh, they need somewhere to like go or somewhere to grow to. And you're like, mate, unless you're giving me like a million pounds a year, there's plenty of space for growth. Exactly. Yeah, you should exactly keep going. There should be no limit on it. Yeah, it's such an odd thing to say. It's one of those excuses, isn't it? It's like, what can we say to kind of keep them? Mm -hmm. They kind of keep you on the end of the rod like, oh, well, you'll get more. They've done it to me before. You get bit now and then you get more in six months or whatever. And it's like, for goodness sake, just give it to me now. But um, the market research thing... Obviously, Ali said about speaking to colleagues, that is a bit of a tricky one. I'd say try and you, you can get in, in muddy water with that because if they then go and tell someone and, and they can make it seem, yeah, a certain type of way. But you can use um, Glassdoor to do market research. They have actual salaries on there for like the same jobs. Oh, great. Yeah, it's, it's really useful. Like there's so much data in there now that if you type in what your job role is, you generally find, yeah, different businesses, what they're offering. And then you can take that as like hard evidence. And if you, the thing is, you know, you've got to back yourself and you've got to be confident, but you've also got to have a reason for asking for more money. It might be the length of service you've done, you know, look, I've been here two years, I've not had any type of salary increase, or it might just be that you're absolutely smashing it. And in that case, bring those facts, bring those figures, like put something together or bring something that shows like the fantastic work that you've been doing. You've got to give it to them on a plate. You've got to give them a reason to be like, right, we need to, we need to, yeah, give this person more money. Because if you're not doing that, it's going to be very vague. And then you don't want to stuff yourself that time to then be like, oh shit, I've got to wait another six months. Like go in with confidence. Yeah, that's a really good point actually. And someone also told me, don't ask for a raise and mention anything about your personal circumstances because actually that's not of any interest to the business. So for instance, like if you go in and you're like, well, listen, you know, I've got a kid now and, you know, I've got my mortgage or whatever it is, that like that's not the way to approach it. The way to approach it is, here's the results that I've given you. And for that, I should be compensated. That's the, like, what I've been told. I mean, I don't know how true that is. And obviously, it's completely different in whatever industry you're in. I know with, like, being in media and the creative industry, it's really, it is a really hard line to kind of toe in the sense of how long is a piece of string, you know? Like, you can't really go on to Glassdoor and kind of see, you know, what what presenters are getting and also as well it's just so complex like it's based on you know how high's your profile you know do people know you are you is your audience in that space like there's just so much more to it and that's what makes it really tricky but as a general rule I would say whatever you think you should be getting paid add 30% and that's probably what you should be getting paid yeah especially if you're a female yes well exactly let's not even get into the gender pay gap but no (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's an extra lippy. We like to keep them light, but we've really gone for it today. <laughs> no, this is a more serious one. But you know, it is it is so important because it's one thing being able to like ask for it yourself, but it, if you haven't got that confidence to do that, like it kills me thinking that people will never, you know, ask ask that question and get more money when. D- d- you know, companies do have budget and if they do value you as an employee and especially if you love working there, then, you know, you just let them know that as well. They don't want to lose people. God, they're, you know, they hate losing people that, that have worked for them for a long time. Even if you haven't, to be fair, it's so costly to hire people that, you know, I mean, that they're like, actually, that is a lot of money that has to go out and time and effort. you got to retrain someone. And if you're doing a great job, which if you're asking for pay rise, you best bet that you should be (laughs) that's probably another part of it like kind of making sure like I am doing everything you know that I can and also as well like not I guess doubting your ability and what you bring to the table Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy to kind of undersell things that come naturally so you know like so if you're just happen to be very good at organization and you don't value it because you just happen to be really good at it just know that that is a skill that actually a lot of people don't have yeah yeah no very true and I think if you haven't got that that confidence to do it, I think the whole putting it in an email beforehand and then at least you've done it, you've sent it, you can write that wherever you are. You can do it in your own time. You can do it on your notes app. Like I've done that with loads of emails where I'm like, right, okay, I need to send something that's a bit tricky. And then at least mm-hmm. it's out there and then they'll come back to you. They might say, brilliant, we'll talk about it in your next one-to-one or let's arrange, you know, another meeting. If you can just get, I always think if you can get the words out, whether that is yeah. an email or even just when you're talking, once they're out, they're out. And if you've got stuff to back it up, you know, you do have to have difficult conversations and that might come, you know, sitting down face to face and having that. But at least you've you've put the feelers out there. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, you know, because like you say, then you're not stuck for words because the last thing you want to do is be sat in your one-to-one and then, then be like, and this happened two months ago that was great and you're not listening to a thing yeah. because you're just thinking, I have to mention the money, I have to mention the money, I have to mention. And that's just, I've been there, it's horrid. Oh, yeah. It is yeah. really icky. Like it's horrible. Or I've also been in a situation when they're like, so we're giving you 3% rise. And you're like, that's inflation. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, no. Like, I'm like, oh, now you mentioned money, actually. I was coming to more more because this is ridiculous, you know? Like, so I think it's really interesting. I also think it's really interesting in a lesson I learned really kind of later than I would like to have it's those initial negotiations that matter so if you're going for a new job yeah make sure you negotiate at the beginning because I tell you what wherever you start they will like I say only go up a certain amount yeah it's mental and it doesn't make any logical sense but that is how it will work like they'll only ever rise so much from what you started on so you need to try and get that base when you start as high as you possibly can um and also fair like it's got to be fair because a lot of times you can be right under market value and you are doing it for so so cheap you realize you're doing it for so cheap and it's impossible to get up to where it should be and even if you manage to get up to where you should be it's as if they've done your favor and you're like that's no that's what it should have been from the beginning you don't want that so if you are moving to a new job I'd say try and negotiate before you get there that is the where you're in the strongest position because they've decided they want you they've done all the searching yeah they know that you know that's where you want to be pushing I think no that's so yeah that's so true I've never not negotiated 
my salary ever. And once they have accepted, really? yeah, once even when I was like 18, yeah, actually, sorry, you're both bitch. my first ever job because, like you said, you know, when you just take it, God, I would I was that's when I dropped out of uni and I was like, 15 grand, yeah, Woo! whenever you move job, that is the best way to do it. And like you said, because if someone starts on 35 and someone starts on 50 in like the same role, then you're going to be 15 behind every single time. Like you're never going to make that big of a jump and it sucks, but you've got to push, yeah, for as much as you can at the beginning because they'll say they'll have limits and all of this, but they'll 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 still keep increasing it from that number. Yeah, yeah, they will. And it's really interesting, like you say, from like even, I, I mean, I did not do it in like my part-time jobs and when I was starting and stuff. And I remember being at like a clothing company and being the top sales like executive like it was like commission based or whatever and like all the numbers came in and I was always top every single day Saturday and Sunday and I realized that there was a girl that had been at the bottom of the sales ranking and had got back up to second and she got a pay rise because of that jump and I was like but I've literally yeah been at the top every single weekend and whenever I'd go into my one-to-ones they go you're doing great of course you're at the top and da 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 and I'd be like yeah great skip on by you know and I never once thought to say well if I'm at the top should I not be on more money you know like but I just I just didn't know enough and didn't obviously have that confidence to say Um, but then when she came in she's like yeah and I was like so she's on more money because she's got to second and I've been first literally a year you know like and when you think about it it's just like it doesn't make sense but they won't give you it without you asking and it's not good business sense to give you it without asking either is it yeah well exactly even if they yeah really value you obviously you know they're waiting for you to to make that push you I mean ultimately you just got to have more of a an awareness to ask the questions because you it will just pass you by and you'll go years and you'll and you'll never get one even if you're doing incredibly well because yeah you're not asking the question but there's responsibility on the business but there is responsibility on yourself to take it into your own hands and really push for you know what you want yeah yeah absolutely and also as well you know when they get to a point where they go take it or leave it that's when you know they're at their max yeah and then you can from there and they will get there. And if you're not there, then they're not at their max. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's an exactly there's an element of treading slightly carefully with these things because yeah. you do have to be a little bit careful. But they're expecting it. They like you know, they like it a lot of the time. They're like, Oh, okay, we're bringing someone on that's, you know, got the confidence to do that. But yeah, just don't push it too far. Like if they're like, right, this is the final offer, maybe be like, Okay. Okay. No problem. I'll see you Monday. <laughs> good luck though Ali I do think the best like nugget of advice out of all of that was when Soph said to send that email before you actually go I think that's brilliant advice and not something that I've ever heard or done before so I think that's a really good shout thanks (laughs) yeah good luck Ali let us know um hopefully you'll be an absolute bowler yeah that's it you can buy us a drink well thank you so much for listening to extra lippy it was it was quite a serious one today but i, I kind of liked it so did you yeah no i did i think it's good we've got a few like funny ones and then we've got some serious ones so well there's step to us you know <laughs> yeah we're multifaceted people guys we're multifaceted <laughs> okay well on that note we'll see you on tuesday of course that is our main episode of loose lips and these extra lippy come every single Friday as well. But we really do want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Yeah, send dilemmas to loose lips at createproductions.com or at the loose lips podcast or send them to Robin and I on Instagram. Send us a little DM. We love it. Yes, slide on in. We like it. <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.